This is Gemara and Shabbos Tav Kuf Lamid Dalid. Today's Shir Shvi is Chos Fuor Shleimer Rechaim Vram Chanit Chayavat Basvan Chaim and Sarei Yisdovin Sarei Tzolmitz Shlomitzim and Yisleid Tzor Baskinli Vokachaim and David Yisachaim and Sarei Hesni Yisuel and Mindel Nasachim and Emily Elazar Person Here It's Shavaleya by Shava Fega Bas Shira Chana as well as Yisachos Fuor Shleimer for Tinuk Ben Chayotzirol Tzara B'Soich Shair Chayle Yisrael. We pick it up from the bottom of Kuf Lamid Gimel Amid Beis. Rolling four lines on the bottom, we said that when you, the bris milah is done on Shabbos, v'nosnan Allah aspalani, you're allowed to put on the bandage on top of the milah. Amr Abaye, Amr my mother taught me. Abaye wasn't really his mother, as we know from many places in Shas. Abaye was an orphan, but it means the nurse that brought him up. And Abaye would often quote the nurse and quote, say, Ibulasha and Amrli Aim. And we're going to have today many, many different things that the nurse taught Abaye that Abaye is going to tell us. Amrli Aim is Falanis de Kulhu. What's the best bandage? Kivishivi money tarba is seven parts of fat, vachada kiri and one part of wax. They would mix up the fat and the wax together and they would create a bandage for any wound. Rava Amar. Kiris Vikavarishana, no, it's even better if you put wax together with resin and that makes a better bandage. Darsha Rav Mechuza, Rav one time got up in Mechuza and he darshan that if anyone has ever caught an issue, you need to make a bandage. You take the wax, you take the resin, and what happened? Karinu Bene Minyoni, Asilaminayu, all the doctors, all the physicians that were there, they all tore their clothing. They said, Rav, you took away all our livelihood. He told everyone how to heal themselves. So Rav said to them, don't worry. Shabdu the Chulchad, I left you one thing, one thing I didn't. Tell everyone, Dumber Shmuel. If someone washes his face and doesn't dry it well, he'll have boils on his face. What is the remedy to get rid of these boils? He should wash well with beets that are cooked. And that is what he told. That's what Shmuel told the doctors. Don't worry, you'll know this remedy and no one else will know. We continue in the Gemara with the two dots, two lines down. Did not crush the cumin. This uh, they used to make the salve and this ointment with it. If you did not crush an erev Shabbos, then you're allowed to crush it on. Shabbos says the Gemara Tanur Rabbanon. Dvarim she'in oisin lemilu v'Shabbos things that you cannot do for the milu on Shabbos oisin labiyantif. Yet if the milu was done on yantif, you could yes do it on yantif. Soichikla kamayin. For example, you could crush up this this cumin tarfin la'yain v'shemen. You can mix the yain and the shemen. Again, mixing the yain and the shemen. Let's just clarify. Rashi points out what's the potential malacha of mixing oil and wine. So seemingly they had to mix it very vigorously, and at some level, level it was a preparation for. Bishol, and that was the issue, whatever this process was. So this would would be allowed to be done on Yomtif. So Amrli Abay the Rav Yosef. So Abay asked Rav Yosef in the last narrow line, Ma'ishna Kamen Biyomtif. What is the reason that when it comes to Yomtif, this cumin that you can't crush it up on Shabbos, you can do it on Yomtif? The Chazidik Adira. The reason is because it is fit to cook, and we know you let it cook on Yomtif. Yain v'shemen is the same halacha chazinam the Shabbos On Shabbos it is fit for a chayla, and therefore on Shabbos you'd be allowed to mix the wine and the oil. You just can't mix it vigorously, as we saw, as we're about to see. The tiny we learned in a raisa ain a tarfin yain v'shem the chayla Shabbos. Do not mix it vigorously. Amr Shemin Alazim Shem Rameir after tarfin yain v'shemen. He held that you're allowed to yes be tarfin yes mix together the wine. And the oil, 
because he held Zinisa Durabanan and for a Chayla or Mikol on certain Durabanan's Machlekis here exactly what level of Chayla, but that's what's going on. Amr of Shimon Elazar says of Shimon Elazar, Pa'amachas Chasha Meir Bimei. Of one time, Rameir had a stomach issue. Uba Kasha, Ubi Kashnu, litter of Layayin Vishemen. And we said to Rameir, let's mix together, let's make you this ointment of wine and oil, let's make it, mix it vigorously. Vilayin Ichanu and Rameir didn't let us. Says the Gemara, Amar Nulais, we said to him, Rameir, Tevarechli, Yivalu Bechayecha, your words are bottled in your life. What's going on? You, Rameir, the one that taught us that you could, yes, you could, yes, put on this uh, wine and oil mixture. So Amar Lais, or Rameir responded, Aval Pish, Ani Oymer Kach, Vechaver Oymer Kach, I hold it's mutter, and my friends hold it's an issue. Miyamai lo melani libi laver al divir chaveira in my life, I never would transgress the words of my friends, and that is the Psaq Alacha, like the Chacham and those who argue on me. Says the Gemara, so what do we see from here? We see from here, from the fact that, what did he answer? He answered that in my life, I never went against my friends. So we see that it was Rameir that was Machmer on himself not to do this mixing vigorous of the oil and the wine. But Rameir held that essentially it is mutter to mix these things together. Says the Gemara. So the question is, in our Mishnah, our Mishnah should be like the Stam Mishnah, and our Meir is usually a Stam Mishnah, so therefore why in the Mishnah did it not let you mix together the wine and the oil? The wine and the oil? Says the Gemara, Hasam Leiba'i Leka. Over there in the Brisa, when it said you let him mix it for the sick person, it's when you Leiba'i Leka that you're not actually mixing it very grisly, or Licha. Halcha, but in the Mishnah it's referring to a case, Ba'i Licha, that you're beating it and you're mixing it vigorously, and that is the case that is going to be a problematic. So says the Gemara, so why don't we just do it and not mix it vigorously? If the whole issue is you mix this thing together again, it's hard for us to understand. Some sort of beating together of wine and the oil. So do it without mixing vigorously for the chayla, for the milah. Answers the Gemara, you're right. That is what we do. You know what the How do we see that? That's what the Mishnah said. When the Mishnah said, I know Diktani, the Mishnah said, you put in the wine, you put in the oil, you put each one by itself. What is that referring to? That is essentially referring to making this mixture without mixing it vigorously and that is now there's no steer at all that only for a proper chayla would we let you mix it but if not, not. Says the Gemara seven lines down the two dots you're not allowed to strain you're not allowed to pour the mustard seed through the strainer on Yantif they would pour the seed and it would separate the good from the bad, somehow from the shells, from the husks, etc. And similarly, you cannot sweeten the chardol, this mustard, with some sort of burning coal. They would put the mustard on some sort of coal, and that would make the mustard sweeter. So, what is the reason for that? Why is this different? For that, would you learn to the mission on that you're allowed to, yes, put the egg into the mustard strainer? We just taught us that the mustard, you're not allowed to put through the mustard strainer. But yeah, we learned in a different Mishnah that the egg, you're allowed to, yes, put through the mustard strainer. So what's going on? If you're allowed to put through the egg, why are you not allowed to put through the mustard? In the case of the egg, it does not look like bayer for whatever reason. Whereas Hacha, in our case, it looks like Bayer, and therefore it's a Durabanan to do this type of mustard sifting because it has the appearance over here, but the mustard it has the appearance that you're doing Bayer. We said, what was the second thing we said about the mustard? We said, you can't sweeten it with the burning coal. Says the Gemara, why is that true? You're yes allowed to sweeten it with the burning coal. Again, they would take the seed. 
and they put it on side of this coal, and I would tell them I'll give the mustard a better taste. And it says, the Gemara, like Kasha, when we're discussing a gachel, it's a coal of wood. Then what happens when it burns and burns becomes into a coal? That's a potential iser de araisa if you put out the fire because you're creating a coal. Whereas when it's a gachelis shal mateches, when it's glowing metal, there's no potential iser de araisa, and that would be the case that it is permissible. Why is this different than bisr agumi from meat on burning coals? Which we know that in Yantif you're allowed to, yes, cook meat on burning coals. Why are you allowed to cook meat on burning coals? Maybe the meat fat is going to drip and put out the coal. Says the Gemara, Merlei, awesome, Layasher. Over there, it's not possible to do before Yantif. An important rule that we always know about Yantif that we're a mekel for Eichel Nevesh, we allow cooking, etc., only for things that could not have been done in Erev Yantif. So when it came to the meat on these coals, it's obviously much fresher. A fresh barbecue is obviously much be- better than doing it before Yantif. That's why it's permissible. Halcha, in our case of the mustard Efsher, you could have sweetened it on Erev Yantif. It doesn't make it any better if you go and you sweeten it right now. And that's the reason why it's forbidden on the regular. Wooden coals because that creates an Issa Derisa potentially on Yontif. Amalia by the Rev Yasef comes in a bay and he says to Rev Yasef, What is the story about making cheese on Yontif? Again, the whole churning process, we know on Chavis you're not allowed to make cheese, perhaps it's by now, other malachis. Are you allowed to do it on Yontif? Amalia, sir, he said, No. So I said, why? We know you're allowed to knead dough together to break dough. So why are you allowed to knead dough, but you're not allowed to do mikabi and you're not allowed to create the cheese? Amrlei, so if you have answered, awesome, like, yeah, sure. Again, the same answer. When it comes to baking bread, we all know that fresh baked bread is much better than one day old bread, etc. And therefore, to bake to bake bread on Yantif is allowed because it's better than baking it on Arab Yantif. However, in our case, our case of the cheese, you can make the cheese in Arab Yantif, it'll taste fine. And therefore, you're not allowed to make it in Yantif. Ask the Gemara one second. The people of Narda used to say that cheese, one day old cheese, is better. So, I'm sorry, fresh cheese is better. So, seemingly, there is some sort of uh, advantage to the cheese when it's very fresh. So, why, who, why are you telling me you should make it for Yantif? Seemingly, it tastes better on Yantif. Answers the Gemara. No, that's not what the people of Narda meant. They meant. Even fresh cheese, if it's a day old, two days old, it's, it's the best. And even if it's fresh, it is okay. And that's the reason why you would not be allowed to make cheese on Yomtif. Says the Gemara over to two dots about, I don't know, 15 lines into these wide lines. You're not to make a bandage for the Mila on Shabbos. Says Gemara, my mother, the nurse told me, the hem on this bandage that they would make, make sure the hem is sticking upward. Dilma, why? Midvagarda, mine, a thread will be stuck in. If the hem is inside, maybe a thread will get stuck to the Makkah. Me love us, they curse Shivcha, and it'll come to cut off and uh, mutilate. The child, and I guess the simple way of understanding it is sometimes you have a band-aid and you have a cut. And the band-aid has these little strings sticking out, get stuck in the cut, and it's extremely painful to pull that off. So similarly over here, says Abayi, when you're creating this bandage for the Makli Mila, make sure that the hem is not inside, because the hem can have a thread that could get stuck on the Mila and could cause issues. What she actually did, she didn't just make sure the hem was upward, she made an inside lining to this bandage to make sure it was nice and 
something smooth on the Makkah Mila. Amar Abayi comes like Abayi, and Abayi says, Hayanuka, Leslie Chaluk, if we have a Yanuka, a baby that does not have a bandage, you have to do the Mila, but there's no bandages. So what should you do? Leisa Belita, this Leisifsma, take a rag that has a hem, and tie the hem around the bottom, and then double it over on the top, and make some sort of primitive bandage. That way. This baby, Mifaksa. If we have a child, that the place where the child uses the bathroom, the backside is not discernible. You can't see it. It's closed up over there. So what do you do? Rub the baby with oil and now put a baby by the sun. And then when the sun hits the baby, where it appears transparent, where you see that the skin is very, very light, take a barley grain, which is sharp, primitive scalpel, and cut crosswise on the baby uh, that to open it up so the baby can use the bathroom. Do not use a metal instrument because it could cause inflammation. Got to be careful. Another thing Abaye taught us. We're about 15 lines from the bottom now. First word on the line is Abaye. We have a child that's not nursing. What do you do? Make her the carpume. You know what the reason is? Because the mouth of the baby is cold. So what should you do? Bring a cup of burning coals. And put it near the child's mouth. The kid will warm up. Then the kid will nurse. What happens if we have a baby that's not Breathing, Chazal Shalom. And Afei bin Afasa fan the baby with a fan. That's going to somehow cause the baby to breathe. Says the Gemara let's say the baby's breathing but it's not breathing easily bring the mother's afterbirth and rub the afterbirth over the baby's flesh and that's going to help the baby somehow breathe if you have a baby that's emaciated, it's not eating well bring again the same afterbirth of the mother and slide it over the baby from the narrow end of the afterbirth to the wider end of the afterbirth and just rub it on top of the child. The olim, and if it's the obvious, not that the child's not eating enough, the child's eating too much, the child is bloated, then what should you do? Slide over this afterbirth the opposite way from the white side to the narrow side. And again, each of these things are symbolic, the white to the narrow, the narrow to the right, etc. continues, with that which his mother taught him, Hayanuka this sumak, if you have a child that is red, what should he do? The katalevlebantama. No the reason is because the blood did not get absorbed into the skin. Lisrichule adivalabase. Just wait, Dama, wait until the blood gets absorbed in. And then give the mila. Don't give the mila before because the baby's not ready for it. The yaruk. What if it's the opposite case? A yellow, the baby is yellow, about ten lines from the bottom, middle of the lot word line is the word the yaruk. And the case that it's not there's not enough blood, and that's why the baby is yellow. Wait until the baby is full of blood, meaning wait till the color goes down, and then give the baby a milo. The Tanya, we learned that in Bryce, the Gemara proves this point. I went to a sea town. A woman came in front of me. She gave the first child a milo, and the kid died. So the third baby, she brought in front of Ram Nasan, and she said, What should I do? Reason, she 
Nazi says, I noticed that the child was red. I told her, don't do the meal, wait until the blood gets absorbed into the flesh. She did that, and what happened? And she gave and he gave the kid a Mila, and the kid lived. And he called the baby Nasan Bavli after says the Gemara Shabbat went to Kapotka place. That she gave the first child a brace and a dodge and you made she had to the funny. The third baby she brought in front of Ram Nas and Reese's you Yarik and noticed the baby was yellow this time. His sati by looked closely at the baby Laras with dumb brace. I did not see that there was any blood in the Avar Amarti Loss. I told her I'm to Denny Lai Aji Evil Vodama wait until there is blood. The Mtini Law and she waited. Umala Savakhayan and she gave the kid a bris mila and the kid lived the Yukaran Shah Nasan Abavli Al Shami and they called the kid Nasan Abavli after Ram Nasan who gave the advice that potentially was the one that able to heal the kid. That is the yellow baby, that is a red baby, that is all different other advices for the mother or the nurse of Abaye. We now flip the Amen of Kufla Medalim Abayis and we start a new Mishnah. They used to rinse the kid, wash the kid with warm water before the Mila, after the Mila because they felt it was, a, it was a way to heal the child. So you'll have to wash the baby whether it's before, whether it's after. And as well, you could sprinkle the baby with warm water. Again, we're going to have to see what these two statements, what they mean. But don't sprinkle the baby with a cleat. You let to give the child a warm bath on the third day of the even if it's Shabbos. Because the Pasuk was the third day and he was in pain, and therefore we see that the third day is the strongest pain. That's why he says, you're even allowed to give a bath to the baby on that day. Allah is a Shabbos. You have a baby and you're not sure if the, what the gender of the baby is or it's covered over. If you do not hear, says it is mother. Says the Gemara of Amra. What the, the beginning of the mission is very difficult to read. First it says, Marchitin, you allowed to give the kid a bath. And then it says, Mizalfin, you could sprinkle the kid. It says the Gemara of Amir Reisha Marchitin. He says you allowed to bathe it. So of course you could sprinkle it. What's going on? Rav Yudav Rabba Ravu This is the first answer. Ketzad Tani. The Mishnah means Ketzad, it's explaining itself. And now he explains. The Mishnah means as follows. Marchitin, as I call the middle of Naomi, Lovin Lachamila. You allowed to wash the baby, whether before or after the Mila Ketzad. How do you wash the baby? You sprinkle on the hot water on the kid with your hand. That is the first terrace of the Gemara. Of Rav Yudan comes along. How can you say that? It doesn't say Mizalfin in the Risha. The first part of the Mishnah says, and you give the kid a bath. This is what it means. On the first day, Give the kid a bath normally. On the third day, which is Shabbos, you sprinkle on it with your hand. So again, according to the second tarot of the Gemara, this is what the Mishnah means. That the Mishnah is coming along and saying, you let it wash the baby. When the third day falls on Shabbos, then you only let it sprinkle on the baby, but not actually wash the baby. Then comes along, Rav Lazbin Azari on the Mishnah, and he says, He's more makele that even allows you to give the kid a bath 
when the third day falls in a Shabbos. Shenamar, how do I know that? Says It was the third day when they were in pain. This is referring to the people of Shechem after they had their Milo, that the third day after the Mila, they were in terrible pain. And those are the two ways of learning up the Mishnah. Says the Gemara, Tanik of Azid Rav, I have a Raya to Rav. Rav was the second opinion. Rav was the opinion that said that Tanikama only holds you out to be in to sprinkle, and then the Rav Lezben Azaria is arguing and allowing you even to bathe the child. The Brisa says you could be marchitin, you could wash the child whether before or after the milah b'yamrishin on the first day kedarka normally. And on the third day, which falls out to be shabbos, mezalfin olaviyad. This should sound very familiar. It's exactly what Rava said that according to the Tanakhama, on the first day you'd give a bath. On the third day, you just sprinkle on the child. Argues and says, even on the third day, which falls out to be Shabbos, you go give the kid a bath. Says of Lazman Azariah, I don't have a clear proof to the matter. However, Zich Ladover, I have a remembrance to Chenemar, but he gave him, it was the third day when they were in pain by Shechem, and therefore that's why Lazman Azariah is more makel on the third day to allow even a proper bath. When they sprinkle, don't use a cup, don't use a plate, out of a utensil, only with your hand. That goes according to the opinion of the Tanikama that says that there is a case of mezalfin, of sprinkling. Because a gadol doesn't heal so quickly, even a katan heals quickly, and that's going to be the Chiddush. Says the Gemara, the Rav, the Son who came in front of Rav over seven lines into the wide lines. He paskined like him. And Rava got weak. Again, who was Rava? Let's remind ourselves, we just had a machlaikas that Rav, between Rava and, uh, I'm sorry, Rava was the second opinion, and Rava was the one that came along, which we just brought a raya to, that you're allowed to even be, mar- that according to the Tanakhama, I'm sorry, According to Tanikama, you could only wash the baby on the first day. However, on the third day, you are mezalfin, you sprinkle the baby. So says the Gemara, say, you're like Rava and Ichlish Rava, and Rava got weak, Rava got sick. So Rava was nervous that maybe he learned it correctly, maybe he should have learned like the other, other people who argued with him. I'm sorry. They answered Rava Rabbanon. Amrli Rabbanon the Rava. The Rabbanon answered Rava. But Tanya says in a brisa, "Kavasei Demar." What do you mean? You have a brisa supporting your opinion. You Rava, you're getting all distraught and all upset. Then maybe you passed it incorrectly. There's a brisa like you. Amrlahu. So Rava responded, "Masnisa and Kavasayu Deka." The Mishnah is meduyak like the other opinion. Mimai, because what did the Mishnah say? The Kamer Lozman Azayah Oimer. Their husband Azariah comes along and says, You'll have to wash. Says Rava. If the Tanakhama was only talking about sprinkling, and then Rav Lezben Azariah came to add on, even had a bathe, then it's very good. The Tanakhama allows you to bathe, and comes to Rav Lezben Azariah and says, you even, They're only allowed to sprinkle. I'm sorry, Tanakhama is only allowing you to sprinkle. Comes to Rav Lezben Azariah and says, Even allowed to bathe. 
Eliyam Ritani Kamer Marchitzin. If you're going to tell me Ritani Kamer is actually talking about bathing, Biyom Rishon Kamer, Ube Zalfin, Biyom Ashlishi, like Rava explained. So Rava says, according to the way I learned, that on the first day you could wash, on the third day you could sprinkle. And then Rav Lazar ben Azariah is coming to argue and say, even on the third day you could wash. Hi, Rav Lazar ben Azariah, Oimer Marchitzin. It says, Rav Lazar ben Azariah says, you're allowed to wash. Af Marchitzin mi Bailei. Rav Lazar ben Azariah, he's coming on top of the Chachamim. Tanikama says, on the first day you wash, on the third day you sprinkle. Comes along Rav Lazar ben Azariah, and he should say, and on the third day you could even wash. Because Tanikama was speaking about sprinkling. So says Rav, the Mishnah is Beduik, not like me. We paskin like Rav Lazar ben Azariah. Says the Gemara, about 15 lines, smack in the middle of these very wide lines. When we talk about Rechetzes, this whole Mishnah, you're washing the baby. What are we referring to? Washing the whole body or just washing the Makaimah is going to be washing the Mila any less than putting on hot water on a wound. That you're allowed to put wine and, I'm sorry, oil and hot water on a wound on Shabbos. So if you had to put on a regular wound, certainly you had to put it on the Maka Mila. So rather, says the Gemara, must mean you're washing the entire baby. So there's no difference, Asr Rabbi Yaisi. There's no difference between water that was heated up on Shabbos and water that was heated up on Arab Shabbos. Masalar Abdimi, Umimai. And how do you know there's a difference? How do you know that the case we're talking about is by Chamim? Hot water that was heated up on Shabbos. And therefore it should be more Chamer. How do you know? Maybe the entire Machlaikis is only when the hot water was heated up on Erev Shabbos. I know If I have this question, Rabbi Yisrael came and he asked Ulai. says that because it's the that shows us that we're even going to be allowed to boil the water on Shabbos because the is the Fashis. It's Marnami, because Ravana Maravu, Maravlaz, Ramila, Maravu, Maravich, and Lakhvaz, and Izaria, being the Chamim, Shokhmu, Bishabis, clearly referring to even how water is heated up in Shabbos, even Chamshok, and Erev Shabbos. Being a Chazakal Guvim, and a Chazaz Mila, whether you wash the whole body, whether you wash the Mila, Mindesha, Sakana, Ulai, so your favorite Shabriah that answers up both of the questions that we just said. Number one, we're allowing you to even heat up the water on Shabbos, because it's Sakana, and number two, we're talking about washing the entire body due to the Sakana. Let's read the last few lines. Goof up. We're about eight lines from the bottom. First word of the line is Goof up. So in that case of Maka that we quoted, if you have a wound, we said we don't hold back oil and hot water from someone putting it on the wound. That's Raf. Don't put it on the Maka itself since it's a Rafua. Put it on top of the Maka and let it drip down onto the Maka. You're now going to put oil and hot water onto a, a sponge. So seemingly it's not like grab. Rav said you'll have to put it directly on the Maka. Answers the Gemara. No. Over there, you're, it's Chita. If you put the, uh, if you have a kind swab, you put the swab and you put oil and water on it and then you put 
put it on the makkah, you want to push it out. That's going to be an Israel's chita. Tashema, I'll bring you a proof. Now put on top of the sponge, on top of the cloth, that's the top of the makkah, Shabbos. Says tomorrow, that's not a proof. It's not Mishem's chita. It's the same thing. It's because it's chita. Tanik was the Shmuel, so I'll bring it right the other way to Shmuel. That what? You're not allowed to put on the makkah, Shabbos. I'll announce the chutz the makkah, the makkah, just like the opinion of Shmuel, you got to put it outside the makkah and it drips down on the makkah. On the makkah, on the wound, you got to put a dry rag, which is for yavish and a dry sponge. Dry cloths. Says the Gemara, Kasha Kititin Akititin. The Moich Yavish is a dried rag, and the Kititin Yavishin is dried rag. It's so it's a stira. Says the Gemara, Abachadati Abatiki, Amarabai, Shamina, Kititin, Shamina, Honey Kititin Masu. These Kititin have a peril to heal. Now, when they're new ones, then it's going to heal. When they're old ones, they're not going to heal. So we see from here that the new ones have a healing property to them, and that's the reason why you're not to put them on the Makkah on Shabbos. We'll pick it up from here on Sunday.